0: Welcome to Real Talk, Real Woman. Today, originally coming from Côte d'Ivoire and living in the U.S., we are welcoming Owo Goa. Hello, she, everyone. <laughs> she helps you be more resilient and transition from heartbreak to ecstasy and self-intimacy. Her life's trajectory has also been dotted with several breakups, forcing her to create lessons from personal experiences to heal her wounds and inner self. Hence, she has vowed to help women feel vibrant, lit up, and in love with themselves as they unlock their healing codes to shift their heartbreak pain into ecstasy and self-intimacy. And the topic of the day is self-intimacy as a healing modality. Thank you for being here, absolutely thank amazing. For,
1: thank you for having me and hello to all your beautiful
0: women. <laughs> thank you. All right. So my first question is about your life story. Can you maybe just walk us through the big events and the, and the type of life you've got so far? Is that shaped who you are today?
1: Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I've been through a lot, but haven't we? Let me start with, first of all, I'm coming from a family that is uh, is just us kids and the parents, it's three of us. I'm the oldest and I have two younger brothers and then I have my parents, my father and my mother. And my parents were loving, like really above and beyond. But despite the love that I received from my father, I still had some childhood traumas. And why so? Because when I was younger, my mother is from a different tribe than my father because I'm originally from Africa, West Africa. And his parents always wanted him to marry from his village. He's from the South. My mom is from the West. And that did not go well. <laughs> they were stubborn and stuff. But basically going up, she was never accepted. As a consequence, as a kid, were never accepted. I never had love for my grandparents, for my uh, uncles, they never helped me, no gifts, and going up. I did not really realize that it was affecting me until I went into my journey, realizing that I didn't develop that belief and that perception that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't worthy of love because if I were, my own blood would love me because he's still fifty percent of the sun, the blood. So despite that, they just bypasses. It. Like no, we don't want it. So that is the first um, key point in my story. The others will be also coming from an African culture. You have men that have different mistresses and families outside of the men family and it is okay. So I have, I have experienced cheating I've seen my father cheat on my mother, so I've developed the idea that it's just a matter of time before I am cheating on. So going into relationships, I never allowed myself to connect because I was always looking for that bombshell. When would he cheat on me? When would I get hurt? So why would I get in if it's gonna be ending soon? Whatever, <laughs> whatever the story, I told me so. I became that monster that I was trying to protect myself from. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have meaningless relationships. I'm not going to connect and I'm not going to stay too long. I'm going to live before I get hurt. Right? But by then when I grew and I moved to the US and I decided to get into a relationship or to have a committed relationship I didn't really know what was a healthy relationship I didn't know what it meant to love and to be loved I didn't know how to even be because of all those stories and all those behaviors that I have um, accumulated through my uh, journey and another big event is and that came up, I think that for me, that was also repressed emotion. I did not really reckon with it until lately. But when I was younger, I was molested by uh, two of my uncles on my paternal stud. And I was very young. I don't remember all of it because I guess I repressed it, but I've noticed that it was also affecting my relationships. And now that I am on the journey I'm able to release and let it transform into, I don't wanna be the victim because this is defining me by knowing where I'm coming from is helping me choose where I want to be, where I want to go and even how I can use that as a stepping stone, if it makes sense. And uh, so that was for me the key points and they impacted my relationship where I couldn't come in. I had short-lived relationships. I, I cheated myself and I, I realized that it was to protect myself. It was to protect that little girl that was hurt, that little girl that was never accepted, that little girl that all she wanted was to be held by her family. All she wanted was to be loved. And I had to grow faster. I had to protect myself and that had consequences.
0: It is a a very heavy journey. In terms of building wrong belief and a totally distorted self-image that you are telling us today. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. healing from that is
1: quite a journey in itself. <laughs> and now that you said that I remembered, because some people will say that I'm very well put, I'm beautiful as a woman. And also, I also believe that that was even a curse because the beauty that I have always came up with unsolicited how would I say that unsolicited behaviors from the opposite sex like the, when I was molested I was almost uh raped and then I was raped by uh by one of my exes it was like I felt that okay I don't even want this beauty because it's giving me <laughs> like you have so again it goes back to the self-image like you said so I had that struggle I reckon that I'm aware of my beauty, but in a sense, I was angry at that beauty because I felt that it was a stepping stone for all of my issues and all of my misfortunes.
0: I totally understand that. And it is indeed, it can become a curse as well. It could. It it can. I know. I mean, when you hear it, you just like from the exterior, you just think to yourself, but it's not possible. I mean, if you're beautiful, you're just perfect. So what's the matter? And indeed, you have to be strong within and to not only know that you're beautiful, but build a wonderful image of yourself from within. Because what is Ultimately, going to play out is your own belief of yourself, not really how you look or something else, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. Comes from inside and bypassing the external beauty and going into the internal beauty, because once you have that, then you can have the strength that you need to withstand any situations, and you can always go back to who you are, and don't let those events define who you are, or don't let that
0: become your identity. This is just a wise word to remember from this conversation, Do not let all those words become your identity. Choose your identity. And do not let anything that is thrown at you or you are being labeled as as becoming your identity because choosing our identity is our own choice. Being labeled, we are all labeled all kinds of things depending who projects their own perception of themselves on you. So you can Mm -hmm. be labeled everything from good to bad. (laughs) Yes. but when you choose your self-identity, that this is is what we call this power. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that a lot of us don't do so because we are afraid to affront the person that is in the mirror. We are afraid to spend the time alone to really go deep and we connect with our essence. And I think by doing so, I believe that we're doing it as a disservice to ourselves. It's important to take the time to get to know yourself. It's important for you to have that alone time. It doesn't mean that you're lonely. It doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you. It's just that so that you can have that power and that you can withstand any obstacles because you know who you are you know that you can stand on your own and all of the others around you standing with you is just a bonus
0: absolutely so over my next question is really about that shift in consciousness because there is a moment when you shift and you Claim your power back, and we are talking about this power. At, was it a specific event? Was it a thought? Was it a divine revelation? Was it nothing? It just built up by itself. I don't know. How was it for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say for me,
1: it was twofold. I had like the journey where I started to go back into the church I started to uh, read and get into that uh, personal development journey and so I was like okay this is what's deep inside I started to really understand my thought process my beliefs and the patterns that I have with myself and even in my relationship and then the really pivotal time for me I will say it was in 2018. And it was a silly thing. I just broke my knee. I broke my knee and I was bedridden. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't move. I had to stay in bed. And in that process, I also had a blood clot. So my life was threatened as well. Yes. And at the time, I remember I was dating this German guy. And he left me. He's like, okay, you're too demanding. I don't want to take care of you. It's just too much for me. I can't do this. I'm out. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Okay. Then we were never made to be together. But people will say to me that time or that specific event or special event in my life was, was a gift to me. Because he really... It was really a forging moment for me because when that happened, I really had to go deep and understand, okay, there's a pattern here. You've been working on this, you've been looking at it, but now it's very staring at you and there's nowhere for you to go. I'm in bed, what are you gonna do? So I poured myself into personal development courses, master classes, books. And I went deep and I prayed and I'm like, okay. And then I got that revelation where it was that you are worthy because ultimately everything that I was going through, I thought was because I was cheating on. I thought because I was coming from a culture of cheating. But the reason was that i never felt that i was enough i never felt that i was worthy of love and that's something that i didn't know i was hiding behind the cheating behaviors i was hiding behind the fact that i have cheated myself that i can really be i can be your worst enemy if i want to right and i was even afraid of myself what i was capable of just because i wanted to protect myself and i never wanted to be heard so I've developed like monsters craziness but to me when that happened and I had a friend I was also going for a breakup and she wanted advice so I sat down I did the journey Uh, in that process I wrote a book as well of all of my findings what I've been doing and especially with that time frame what did help me and then I went through all of my past relationship that I could remember revisit the patterns revisit my childhood and understand that I was the key right I was the key it was me why was I attracting the same relationship why was I believing that I wasn't worthy and I think that was that moment for me where everything shifted I wouldn't say that everything changed right away but I it was a starting point into the journey. The journey started, but it was the booster that I made
0: it to keep going. That is probably one of the common common denominators. Because indeed there is that shift that happens, and after the shift. When you start to really embody the new you, this is when you start to see appearing in your life and manifesting in your life better circumstances, better relationships, better everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have to be willing to do it. And one thing that I want to mention out as well is that is not a decision that you take one time and that's it that is a decision that you have to keep taking every day sometimes more than once a day and you have to still choose yourself even when it's hard even when you don't see the end of the tunnel you have to choose you basically you have to know that you are worthy and that you do that for you, not for anyone else, just for you. You deserve that beauty, you deserve the light that you, aspi- you are aspiring to. You deserve the better relationship, the fantasy, whatever that is for you. Once you have that reality, I think it's easier for you to stay on the journey because many have been on the journey, but did not stay the course because it was too challenging for them. But once you have the right. Once you are able to connect with your essence, you can pull to the strength as you need and you see that your strength will meet your circumstances.
0: You have developed this wisdom of being able to understand and put words of what's going on within. And that is very, very precious. Thank you so today's topic is self-intimacy as a healing modality what do you mean by self-intimacy
1: (laughs) oh we could talk about it all day but (laughs) self-intimacy and I'm just going to go like the common. Like, usually, when people even hear intimacy, they're thinking on the sexual component of it, right? Knowing myself, like, sexually. But self intimacy goes deeper, it's like really reconnecting with your essence, really reconnecting with who you are, knowing yourself in and out, accepting your past, accepting your actions, accepting your felt actions, accepting that you might not be where you want, but the journey that you are on is what you need to journey at this moment, is knowing yourself intellectually, physically, spiritually, emotionally, is allowing yourself to be who you are be, without tempering with your perceptions of self, because society says you should be a specific person. You sh- as a woman, you should be this, or your family is telling you that you should do that, you should be this, or you see people around you that are married with kids and you don't understand why you're not living that reality. Right? Do you even want kids? Do you even want to be married? It's really that self intimacy where you can spend that time with yourself alone and still blossom. You are being turned on by your life. And that's why I like to me, it goes together self intimacy and ecstasy, where you want to be turned on by your life. You want to be excited by your life. Like people, like I know my friends, they always say that. You're high on something. I mean, I don't take any drugs, but I'm high on life because to me, living that present moment, But it goes back to that intimacy. I'm not saying that I don't have bad days, but I know who I am. Even not knowing all of me, whether I know I am, I am embracing. And when I am into that uh, self, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm like, I, get, I I hope you can feel it for my emotion and my passion. It's all that you want to be turned on by your life. You want to be excited by your life. You don't need to have anyone to bring you joy. You should have joy by just being.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think. This is what a lot of life coach embody with this inner goddess that we talk about and that lots of groups have embodied as part of their healing modality, like welcoming the goddess within. But when you precise all these layers and all that it actually represents, it's so it's, it's even healing just hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Truly amazing. Yeah. And
1: that's the key. I, like, to me, I believe that's the key to your healing because once you are connecting with yourself, you have that self-intimacy, or if we want to say you're connected to your inner gut, uh, goddess, you are able to uncover repressed emotions. You are able to... Uh, understand your patterns, you are able to um, affront your fears, your past, all the specific events that happen in your life, or even the people that happen in your life. Uh, And sometimes we only stop at the people that um, are still alive, but we also have to go into the spiritual is there anyone that did hurt you that is no longer with us? And how do you deal with that? How can you get that peace? And when you have that self-intimacy, it is uncovering all those, but it is also giving you the strength that you need on your healing journey. Because the journey is not that you heal one time and that's said, you'll be triggered by things as you go along you will discover new things but once you have that self-intimacy you are more in tune with yourself and it's more where you are proactive instead of being reactive. Yes, you might have bad times. Yes, you will have bad times, but you're able to, okay, I'm going to cry and be down for that period of time. And you get yourself picked up. You don't stay there longer because you know who you are.
0: This is really, really powerful. Thank you. Thank you, Wawu. You're really enlightening putting light on turning on the lights in those who listen with their heart it's really amazing wow right now i'm also looking in parallel to your amazing um speaker sheet and it's like Speaking topics like having is evidence of wanting, how to overcome relationship anxiety with self intimacy, mm-hmm. how to shift your emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is truly amazing. You have really developed not only your own healing, but your ability to help others. And you focus on helping yeah. women, right?
1: All right, I focus on helping women. That's what my passion is. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: That's truly amazing. So for those who just heard your name but don't know how it's written, let's just spell it to make sure.
1: Of course, yes. It's
0: O-H-O-U-O. It sounds very simple when you hear it that way. Right, right. Right. I think what
1: like there's too many vowels and people are trying to add sounds to it let's say like the h because it's a french name the h is silent and think of it that is double o all the letters they don't make sense so it's just o-o That oh, oh, like, or even think of a dog barking, ho, ho, like, it's just, oh, everything doesn't matter. You just want to focus on the O and the O and forget about everything
0: else. That's very clear. Thank you for, (laughs) on behalf of the audience who try to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I always get it. But and, And the reason why I'm asking it, it is because your website is your name. Yes, and your email is your name at your name. It's like yes. www.ovo.com or ovo at ovo.com. So you really have to get that amazing, beautiful, soft name written down because this is how you're going to find her. Yes. <laughs> Truly amazing. So it's the description of the episode. Of course, all the links to find you, to get a hold of you, to connect with you, to work with you, to have one of your free healing session. From what I saw, maybe this is something that is going to be continued over time. Maybe yes. we'll see. Yes. Just reach out to Ovo and figure out what it is now. Yes. <laughs> There is more coming
1: up, and I know that your episode won't be uh, out now. But what I was thinking, I will be launching a um, self dating tribe where it's going to be a VIP membership for women and it's date yourself to self intimacy, where I will work with you. And especially if you've never done it virtually at the beginning. So you go on a date to get to know yourself, to challenge yourself, to step outside of your comfort zone. And then once you feel comfortable, you can do that on your own. But we also have weekly meets where we have healing circles, we have workshops and Q&As on top of the dating component uh, part of it. So if you're interested, uh, I can do a free membership, I mean, a free month for the woman, like to five lucky women, so that you can have a taste of it. And after that 30 day mark, if you decide to continue, then you can continue.
0: That's such an amazing offer. Oh, my pleasure. I love it. (laughs) All right. So thank you again for honoring us with your presence today and for blessing us with your wisdom. You have really acquired the wealth of wisdom and helping others see it for themselves as truly a gift. Thank you for that.
1: Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the space. Thank you for the love and thank you for having me and having me tap into your audience and hopefully After hearing my journey, I was able to inspire Mm -hmm. them and give them, help them remember that at the end of the day, it all starts with them. So they have the choice to be okay, or they have the choice to remain in the the same patterns. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Thank you all, and I look forward to speaking with you again.
1: Thank you.